man was found dead in Sunnyside this morning. And um, acting chairperson of the Tuana Leadership Foundation, Wen Renkin, uh, will tell us a little bit more about what is happening there. And uh, he joins us uh, right now on the line. Wayne, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Good evening, Aubrey. Thank you very much. So I've been listening to various police officials saying, listen, we don't want to as yet call this a serial killing episode. I mean, a scenario. What is this? It smells like it. It feels like it. It sounds like it. And you know what they say about that duck. Yes, Aubrey. Um, I mean, this is now the fourth homeless person in one week or in, in just over almost two weeks that has been murdered in the same way. By with a blunt object and stab wounds to the to the upper body, and if if it if it was just a, a once-off thing, but the fact that it is now continuously ending up in a in a random place um, the next morning, I, I think we can safely say there is something there is something going wrong. That this is not just a, a random accident or something that just happened by accident. Yeah, yeah. So clearly it is what we could safely call murders. Can we safely, from your perspective, Wayne, uh, label it serial murders? Uh, I'm, I'm not so schooled with, within the legal jargon within yeah. that to say, um, to, to classify it as serial murders or not. Uh, I, I said, said that the news have, have called it a serial murders. The police said it's not yet. But that's that the homeless community is worried about their safety, not just because of, of being exposed to the elements and being exposed to, to the outside world being vulnerable, that they are now fearing that someone is going to come and take their life. Someone is going to murder them yep. in their sleep because this is how it happened. With, um, we, we know of uh, the, the first person a few weeks ago was uh, he, in his sleep. He was, he was stabbed and he woke up. While someone was stabbing him, he ran away, he got away, and he survived. And then after that, we heard the three, the three people who were murdered, two came up in Magnolia Doll Park, and one close to the Mir train station. And then this morning, someone in Sunnyside, um, was, was, a body was found. Uh, that the, the person was, was murdered in a, in a very similar way. And I, and I think that must be worrying. That must be worrying. Indeed. And, and if, if, if I may, Aubrey, I heard your comment um, that the police have issued a warning and saying that homeless people must, must stay together and they yeah. must sleep in groups to yeah. be safe. And, I, and I, think, I think that's the wrong question we are asking here, because now we're asking an already vulnerable population that's already struggling against life, that's already struggling against the elements, that's already struggling against law authority, that's already struggling and fighting on a daily basis to survive. And now we're saying to the, one of the most vulnerable population in our society to say, oh, you must keep yourself safe by sleeping in, in, in groups. I, I think that's the wrong question. I think the question we are asking is, must rather be, why are people still on the streets? Why are we urging a vulnerable? It's, it's, it's almost, I mean, it's almost yeah. saying to someone that's being abused, just go hide somewhere else, then you will not be abused. Mm. But we are not addressing the systemic issue. Yeah. The, the systemic issue is that people are homeless. And, and what, I, what I hope about this, that, that these four murders and the deaths of these four people, and, and, and I'm emphasizing people, because the question we sometimes have to ask, do we regard homeless people mm. as people? Yeah. Do we see them as equals? Yeah. Or do we just 
classify them as second-class citizens, person non grata, we don't, we don't really care for them. Yeah. So do we care about these people that are now fearing for, for their lives? Um, and, and, and I think to ask the question, what is, what, I mean, what is the opposite of, of homelessness at this moment? It's, it's housing. Would this have happened that we had someone that is going around murdering homeless people, one after the other, if they were appropriate shelter, if they were appropriate housing for them in, in, all, of, in all of the places? I think you, you uh, raise some very, very important issues of class uh, in what you're saying there, Wayne. Uh, and, and of course, even the way that that message is being communicated, it's being communicated via radio and TV. How many uh, homeless people have access to radio and TV uh, in order to even hear the message that the police are giving exactly. to say that you need to, yeah. um, to, to stay in groups? So uh, from your point of view, project coordinator and, um, uh, and the Tswana Leadership Foundation, what should happen? I understand the systemic issues that need to be done. But in the very short term, what can be done by community members? What can be done by us in the media to raise the kind of uh, class issues that you've just raised now? But just in the very short term, Wayne, how do we deal with this particular issue from your perspective? I think one of the very important questions that you raise is, is media. How is media reporting yeah. on this? And, and I've been very appreciative how media has been reporting on this. They're saying that there's people who have been murdered. Yeah. That it's not just an afterthought. It's not just something that we thought about quickly. There's, oh, there's some deaths of people. Yeah. But it, that, it, that it's currently getting the attention that it deserves. Uh, I think that's one. It's, yeah. it's how, what, what is the narrative we are talking sure. about? Um, or are we quickly saying, oh, this might be drug-related, or this might be yes. because it's criminals, or yes. all of that, and we quickly label it and say, yeah, that's why, that's why this happened. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I appreciate of how the media has been saying these are people that's been murdered, uh, vulnerable people. Yeah. I think, secondly, is, is as communities, as resident associations, as CPFs, as CID, as just, a, just general public and society, the neighborhoods and saying, Firstly, asking, do I know the homeless people in my community? Do I know? Because I am very sure that all of your listeners at this moment knows and sees a homeless person on a daily basis, either close to where they stay, on their way to work, close to work. Do we know these people? Do we know their names? Do we know the stories? Do we know why they are on the street? Or do we just assume that this is the reason? I think so. That's the one thing is it's. it's if we want to build safety in communities, is you have to have a network, you have to have um, proper community. And who is part of that community? That community is everyone who is there, whether yeah. they're on the street, whether they're in housing, whether they, whatever form they take in your neighborhood, they are your community. Do we know our community? I think secondly, is, is do, this ask the question about safety. Are we all safe? And how do we look out for each other? Uh, I live in I live in Pretoria CBD area, yeah. and um, and and so so obviously part of my work is, is I know the homeless community, but on a personal level, I also know the homeless community, and I can tell you, Aubrey, that that my place and where I stay is one of the safest places because I because I know the homeless community, they know me, and there's a mutual respect. And so yeah. how do we how do we see people rather than a threat and that they need to, and it's something we need to do something about. But it's saying, how do we include people that become part of my network, part of my community? And then thirdly, if, if we start to know people, then we're going to say, but, yeah. but something is wrong here. Yeah. 
we cannot allow this person, whoever that person is, to continue to stay on the street. What are we going to do as a community, as our church, as our local wards, yep, yep. as, as whatever we, we identify ourselves? What are we going to do to support this person? Not in a way that what I think they need. So yeah. I just assume they need food or clothes. But to ask the question to the people that you have a relationship with now and say, what do you need and how do we collectively go there? Yeah. How do we make our society collectively better? How do we acknowledge that you are a person, I am a person, and together as two persons, we deal with this situation and we go on a journey. And then we lobby and advocate. We ask the ward councillor what is going on. Yeah. What, and and there's, I mean, there's so many dilapidated no, no. buildings. No, no. I, I think you, 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 you raise very, very important points about the, uh, the premise upon which we even think about our communities vis-a-vis homeless people, that we need to start understanding that uh, uh, whether we like it or not, we are a community and even homeless people are part of that community. And our safety, if I understand you correctly, Wayne, uh, rests on how safe they are too. So uh, it is really very much an Ubuntu concept that you're bringing through there. Uh, To what extent then uh, do you feel that that measures are in place to try and stop the, these murderous criminal acts against these people? I, so, so the Sunnyside Police, uh, we've, we've been working with them and trying to help and support and trying to find information and that the homeless community uh, around in this area are also just as confused. There is no clear evidence, there's no clear information. We've been going around engaging with the homeless community, and no one seems to know what. Well, but what, what's the what's on. the word on the ground, Wayne? I mean, I don't want to fuel speculation here, but what's the word on the ground? You, you, you're in, that, you, that yeah. is that is the thing. It's, it's, no one knows. Everyone is. Yeah. And there's some speculation. People are saying now. Um, homeless people are saying, but what do we have that we want that people want to sure. murder us yeah. to get? Um, and but but in terms of of the type of murders of who is doing it, um, even, even just trying to identify type of person is, is unclear because it seems like the murders have happened to, to homeless individuals that have been on their own, somewhere that has been sleeping, not um, maybe somewhere hidden, not to be seen by, by general public, try to hide from the cold. I mean, we are now in a very cold time already, so they're trying to hide from the cold. And it seems like that's the people that is targeted, those that, that are on, 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 on their own. And so, so within the homeless community, we, we've been really trying to find out in our outreach teams and so on. And, and there is no clear information yeah. about what's going on. Everyone is just deeply, deeply disturbed wow. by this situation. It's very disturbing. And uh, the fact that there is very little understanding of what's fueling this, uh, this phenomenon, Wayne, makes it even more scary. I want to thank you very much for your time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can I just can I sure, mention go for it. That, yeah. that I think this is, uh, that, that we mustn't be so surprised because a few years ago we had the Vartikler 4 who kicked a uh, homeless guy. Yes, yes. We had the Flap Trap Gang who poured boiling water on a, on a mother and a baby died. Yes. So, so I, I don't think this, it's, 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 a, it's telling something of our society in general that if we target the most vulnerable, that it's reoccurring over time and time again. And if it doesn't call us to action, it's problematic. That if we have this situation, one of the homeless guys in the community this morning or this afternoon said to me, he said, Wayne, how many people still have to die before something is done, before there's housing, before there's policy, before there's budget? 
how many people have to die before something is done. Wayne Rinkin, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated.